Hey, good morning. I'm Jeremy Pleasant. I'm the senior pastor here at the Vineyard Church. I want to welcome you, uh, whether you are a member of our church, you visit a couple times, or you're checking us out from uh, outside of Baton Rouge, I want to welcome you. Um, if you are from uh, outside of Baton Rouge and not our church, I want you to say hi in the comments. Uh, we'd love to welcome you here as, as we continue to uh, do church virtually. Um, I'm really excited that we get to still c uh, connect uh, even, the, you know, the best way we can in, in, in some difficult circumstances. Um, and so I think one thing I want to encourage you right now is that as we are staying at home and as we are dealing um, with uh, this virus, uh, especially in Louisiana right now at, at, uh, at a high rate, um, I want you to stay connected uh, with the church. And so Dan went over a few things that we're doing. Um, but we still have our VCs. And so, you know, right now, while our VCs aren't meeting in person, uh, you know, our VC leaders are still checking in, um, still talking with our people. And so I would encourage you in your, you know, in your VCs to just continue to check in on one another, to, uh, to, to reach out, you know, via phone or, or online. Um, that's going to be really important during this time. Um, as, as Dan mentioned, we're launching three Bible studies starting this week at three different times so that we can, um, we can kind of meet where everyone is at, depending on what you, what, what you have going on in your life right now. And so we want to make sure that we can continue to uh, dig deep and, and, and study and grow in this time, um, but also remain rooted. And so that, that's really important for us. You know, we have our prayer and online devotionals uh, that are happening each week on Tuesdays and Fridays. And so, you know, you can attend those, you can check those out. Um, those, those are going to really help us stay connected and stay rooted as well. And then, of course, we have, you know, what we have today, our, our Sunday service. And so with all of these things, our attempt to say, hey, the church isn't closed. We're still doing this. And so we're just going to do it the best we can. Um, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, not a few weeks ago, may, maybe a month ago, um, this, this, this coronavirus seemed like something that was affecting, you know, other people a lot. And so we were in prayer for that. And, and we were, uh, you know, we, we were thinking about others in the middle of it. But it, it all of a sudden very quickly went from, from out there to here. And it became very real, you know. Um, I, I know for, for Kim and I, you know, we have family in, in the Bay Area, and there, uh, we had a moment uh, a week ago where we thought uh, one of our cousins had, had the virus, and, and her mother lives with her, who's, who's, in, um, who's older, uh, obviously, and it just, it just became very real and, and very present. Um, if you don't know the Bay Area, there's a high concentration there um, as it is uh, happening here. And so, you know, all of a sudden, this thing that was like, man, this, this is uh, affecting a lot of people. It, it's starting to hit home, uh, not, not just for us, but, but for, for a lot of people in our community, a lot of people in our church, you know, each day, we're, you know, we're finding out that, um, yeah, someone else we know ha ha has been affected. And, and so now I, I bring that up not to create fear. I want, I want to make that, I want to make that very clear. And, and thankfully, just, you know, praise God that, uh, you know, Kim and I's cousin di didn't have it. And so uh, uh, she's good and the family's good and we're grateful for that. Uh, but that's not the case for everyone, right? And, and so um, I bring this up for, for a couple reasons. One, you know, we have this, um, this order from, you know, from the governor to, 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 to shelter in place, to stay home. And, and I want to 
implore you to, to do that. You know, right now is the time when we need to, to do our best to, uh, to, to curb this thing, um, to, to make sure that we are uh, following kind of guidelines right now because there's a lot of moving parts. Things are happening quickly and leaders are doing their best and they have, uh, you know, a lot more information than we do as far as what's going on and how things are happening. And so I really want to encourage you to stay home. I, I, I know it's hard and I know for some it hasn't seemed like that that big of a deal, um, but, but the reality is, is that it is a big deal. Um, we haven't seen anything like this. And so I really want to, to, to really encourage you to stay home right now. Let's follow these guidelines and we'll continue to be in contact with, with what we're gonna do next and, and, and go from there. Now, I, I want to stress that acknowledging the coronavirus isn't a lack of faith. Saying that we have a problem, saying that there's something going on and that we could be affected by it isn't a lack of faith. And so sometimes, you know, we have this idea that just by saying it or just by acknowledging it, we're, we're, we're denigrating our faith in God. And that's just not true. We can acknowledge something and say we still have faith. And so we can, we, we can acknowledge what's really happening and, and at the same time say, Lord, I still trust in you for my family, for my community, and for all of us, you know, and, and whatever happens. But... The reverse is also, also isn't true. Ignoring it and, and, and saying, it's, you know, it's not a big deal or, or there's nothing really happening isn't a show of faith. You know, that doesn't mean that we have strong faith by, by saying we're, by, by, by ignoring it. And so what we have to do is be able to, in a healthy way, acknowledge it, but also stand in faith and stand in, and stand in hope as we go through it. And so I, I want us to be able to hold that intention. So... Uh, th- today, we're, we're taking a break from our series. Now, we started the series to go through the Lenten season um, on what's God really like. And uh, we were going to continue, you know, through, through Easter. But uh, this week, uh, I, I wanted to, to make a shift just to be able to a- acknowledge what's going on and, and speak through what I, what, what I believe God wants us to do through it. And so we're going to come back to this series after Easter. And so, we, you know, we are going to have some more time with it. And, and I think it's been, you know, uh, helpful for, for many people. And so we are going to come back to it. But for right now, uh, we're going we're gonna to just acknowledge what's happening and, and, and see what God is going to say. And so what is our response in the middle of, of, of the, the, this outbreak? And what is our response as we, as we try to navigate um, a major life changes uh, for many of us, uh, whether it's temporary or, or not. And so scripture can guide us in this. And I, I do want to clarify, this isn't a time for, for revelation interpretation. We can do a series on revelation another time. That's not for right now. Too often, we, you know, we, we, we look at things and, and we, we really interpret them in, in our own context, and we miss kind of the larger picture. You know, events like the one we're dealing with right now have happened many times since Revelation was written. And so we all interpret things in our own context. So it's important that we pull back to the center, be reminded of our root purpose, and respond through that. And so many of us might be in a space of trying to make sense of things, and and that's okay. And that journey occurs by walking alongside Jesus, not trying to figure it out on our own, or trying to make sense of things on our own, but like walking with Jesus and say, okay, I'm trying to make sense of what's, what's going on right here, and, and I need help. 
And so that's, that's what this is a space for, and that's, that's what this time is for, to, to, to respond through the lens of, of Christ and, and what he's calling us to do in this moment. It's, it's not about later, per se. It's about right now. What, do we, what is he calling us to do in this moment? So let's look at Romans 12, 9 through 18. Let love be genuine. Hate what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal. Be ardent in spirit. Serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in suffering. Persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, leave peaceably with all. So right here in this, in this very succinct passage, Paul is saying, this is what it means to display genuine love right now. Paul is, is, is giving us an overview. Hey, like in, in, in the shortest way possible, Paul is giving us an overview of what it means to be a Christian. And he's really pulling here from all these different sources. He's quoting all these things from the Old Testament. He's quoting prophets. He's, he's quoting books of wisdom. He's, he's quoting the law. And so he's pulling all of this together to say, this is what it means to be a, a, a Christian in just, in just a few sentences. And I think it's important because we need a reminder of this at this time because we need, we need to recalibrate. You know, whenever uh, an engineer or someone is working with tools, before they, they use certain tools, they have to calibrate them to make sure they're getting an accurate reading. They have to calibrate them to make sure they can trust what they're seeing. In the same way, whenever we deal with any certain major transition or change in our lives, we, we, we get knocked off kilter. And so as we get knocked off a of kilter, what happens is we end up responding and, and, and outflowing in ways that, that we don't normally do. And so it's really important to, to, to recalibrate, to, to come back to the center and to respond in the way that, that Jesus would call us to, but in the way that, that he's, he's created us to as we push into our, our new creation. And so let's look, at, uh, verse, let's look at verse 12. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. You know, hope is our fuel, especially in a time like this. And so what is your hope? And, and why is it your hope? You know, these are some important locating questions. Because it tells us where we are and where we need to go. So if joy is lacking right now in your life, or maybe you're realizing how much joy is lacking because of the present circumstances, it's time for renewal in our hope. And that can only come through a pursuit with Christ. Patient and affliction. You know, patience is, is how we endure. 
Patience isn't an end unto itself. We leave in patience for what it is birthed in the trial that we are endure. You see, you see, patience creates endurance in us. That endurance makes us stronger, and that strength produces new character. And it's that character that is created in us that blesses others, that, that, that blesses our family, that blesses our friends, that blesses our community, but it also blesses the world. Not, not, it's, not, it's not self-righteousness. It's not I am better than you. It is as I develop more character, the goodness of God is able to flow through me and I'm able to accomplish what God wants to accomplish, blessing everyone. And so patience is how we endure, especially in something like this, because patience creates in us a, a space to, uh, to sit with Jesus. You see, because in our difficulty, Jesus meets us right there. He's, he's not far away. He's, he's actually right there in it with us. He knows our pain. He's experienced the same thing and more. He feels our sorrow, and he, just, he sits with us as we endure. And sometimes we need some help just like imagining that or, or being able to see Jesus in that with us as, as we endure. And that's why we see right after that, we persevere in prayer. Prayer is a catalyst for all of this. Prayer is our pathway to peace. So just a couple days ago, we, you know, we had our first devotional, and, and we prayed this psalm because that, that, that prayer leads us to a pathway to not, not just peace to, to, to quiet everything around us, but peace of like a security and a wellness because we are being embraced by our Father who is so good. And so in, in times of distress and change and being forced to, to remain isolated, everything gets thrown off. And so it's easy to become disconnected from our spring of living water. You remember Jesus said, you know, to, to, to the woman he was talking to at the well, you, if you drink from the water I give you, you will never be thirsty again. Sometimes we need to be reconnected to that spout. And so over the last few weeks, we've given a lot of spiritual practices to help do this. And so I would encourage you to, to, to go back over those if you need to be reconnected. Because we experience deep commit, uh, contentment in our lives when we do these things. You know, the first part of Romans is, is really about how it, what it looks like to, to, to be a Christian, to live amongst the other church, how, how the church can operate as a, as a community of, of, of light. But, but, but the second part of Romans, the part we just read, and the second part is like, how are we a light to the world? How then do we take that which we have learned and done and used and then flip that and, you, and, and, and be that light towards the rest of the world? And right now, being light looks a lot different than it did two months ago. Right now, that light is in your home and, and neighborhood, and soon it will be in our community soon, and, and, and we're going to continue to talk about this in, in the coming weeks as, as we look at our response to the community, we're going to be able to be a light in our community. 
And so now when through this crisis, it's not about being an alarmist. I'm not being an alarmist. I'm not telling you it's, it's you know, all the bad things, but we're also not ignoring anything, right? Because that's just as unhealthy to, to, to ignore it. No, instead, we're going to say we're here in it together with Christ, renewing our hope, steadfast in patience, and constantly praying. You see, because it is, it, is, it is in that prayer that we show hospitality, as it says, to, to our community, but also to the stranger. And it is in that that we can sacrifice every way we need to. If you're, if you're just checking us out today for the first time or first couple of times and and something today has caused a stirring in you, or if, you, if, if something today you heard makes you want to experience hope, joy, or peace, I would invite you to get in contact with us uh, you, using Facebook or, or on our website, and we'd love to talk with you and pray, pray with you as you're discovering this God for yourself. Because hope, joy, and peace is something we can all use right now. Let's look at a couple practical tips really quickly. Spend a few minutes with a journal, reviewing the last two weeks. How have the last two weeks affected you? How has it affected those around you? Really spend some time with this and ask these questions. And then ask God where he was in the middle of that and what he's asking you to do now. Because that's going to give a a, a lot of uh, direction for us, but also comfort for us as we get, get realigned with God. Number two. Meditate on this passage, Romans 12, 9 through 18, that we went through today. Look for opportunities to express genuine love towards others, but also spend time seeking joy and hope in God by spending time with them. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your steadfast love. We ask that you would uh, be with us as we seek joy and hope and peace as we, as we seek to, to, to live out what you have called us to be, but also as we find contentment in you. We ask that you help us rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That we would not take things lightly, but would also not take things in fear and in anxiety. But in all things, find our safety in you, find our hope in you, find our love and the love that you have given us. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. We love you. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, stay connected. Uh, we, we, got, uh, we got a lot of cool things going on and, and, and more information coming, and uh, we'll see you soon.